Let's go. What is going on, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Two Cents for You podcast. In fact, it's actually episode one of season two of the Two Cents for You podcast. So, if you've been here from the beginning, uh, we're happy to have you back. Uh, I believe it's almost a year that we've been going strong. Uh, last week, we took our first week off. We know you missed us, but uh, we're back on track this week. So, my name is Akram McAllister, and as usual, I'm joined by my fellow co-hosts. Let's start with Hayden Anderson this week. Hello. Hayden, how are you doing? Hello, everyone. It's, it's good to be back. I am <laughs> doing splendidly, you know. New season, both for us and the Premier League coming up. <laughs> um, it's a world of wonders that's awaiting us, and I am so keen to delve into it. Yes, uh, your hands are keen as well. They are I've indeed. noticed that because as well. They know. Another season know of hot only, takes. Only bangers are in store. Hot takes by Hayden are actually just trash takes, guys. Like, I mean, it's, it's just, <laughs> just another takes. word. <laughs> this, this episode will be an instance of clairvoyance when, when the audience hears my predictions because I'm telling you now all of them come true. Oh, wow. We'll see. We'll see with hindsight. For, for those of you that don't know, Hayden is studying to become a lawyer, as you can see by that vocabulary. Um, next up, uh, we have Luke Johnston. Luke, how are you doing? I don't know why I'm here, guys, because I don't even support, like, Premier League stuff. I'm just... As you guys can like see, so I mean, <laughs> like that guy, like that guy that you just bring in for like his opinion and stuff. Um, but yeah, guys, I'm excited to be here again with you. Um, another season, we've got more knowledge now. We have we have like a lot more going for us this time because we know what we're doing, which is going to be wonderful. <laughs> but uh, on a personal level, very good. I've been back at varsity for two weeks, and I was in the clinics now for the first time in my life. So we can start a podcast separately for that stuff because that stuff's <laughs> wild. Um, I'm sure. Otherwise, I'm sure. pretty good. Yeah, bro. Otherwise, 100%. Um, I mean, if you're sick, do not come to the hospitals if I'm going to be there. That's just that's just some honest advice from me currently. Um, yeah. Just a, just a PSA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So in, in about a year of watching football, Luke has now doubled his knowledge and experience. <laughs> uh, and finally, we have Daniel Pike. Daniel, how are you doing? I'm doing great, bro. Um, I'm. Uh, well, for the view- for the viewers at home that are watching us on YouTube, I'm sure you've seen all the all the kit in our uh, respective windows. Yeah, I've got you know the, the goat kit up there, the the Spurs kit. Luke's got two uh, Real Madrid shirts. Hayden's about to throw his Liverpool shirt in the trash there. Um, <laughs> and uh, Zach's already thrown his Manchester United kid in the trash. So, yeah. But I'm keen to talk some <laughs> agent. Keen for some I don't know about that, bro. That, this, this new season's kid's pretty fire, bro, to be honest. First and yeah, second say, Yeah, but only thing good about Man United is their kid this season. Not going to I, I digress. I think their kid looks awful. There's just something uh, of course. very abnormal about course. the way that oh, it's yeah. composed. Them and Man City bro. have terrible kids for the next season. My man sold. Yeah, Man City's kits are terrible. Liverpool takes a red, a red color, and they add like a different uh, color, and they call it a day. <laughs> and O's like, O's like Hayden. True. Are like, like, take my money. No, take my money. I, I, no, guys, guys, guys. First of all, I've only like the only my most recent Liverpool kit is the the, the 2019 Champions League winning one. But bro. I have this this theory. Did you win that one, bro? That, what do you mean? Did the I 2019 win one. one? Just want to make sure, like, I mean, yeah, no, I mean, uh, you, yeah. Lost, sure. you lost no, the last one, my, my theory is that whenever Liverpool have a terrible kit, 
they win the Premier League. <laughs> so when they well, had you said that, the kid was spectacular this season, Hayden. Or you so they only had one bad kid in the last few years. I didn't say this kid was spectacular this season. I just said it was You're jumping the gun. No, I think Liverpool's kid this season is bad. But just like I think yeah. that when we won the Premier League in 2020, which was that uh, you know it was red with the gold stripes, I thought that was an atrocious kit. But we won the Prem, so. Um, yeah, man's yeah. running on nostalgia. Yeah, about, uh, I think good <laughs> things coming. Yeah, I mean, we talk about bad kits. Um, I think Spurs' second kit is horrendous. Purple and neon. <laughs> Who would have combined those two? I think and that the added nice, extra. The added extra is the badge is like centralized. <clears throat> I mean, come on, guys. Bro, like they use right. all the money on the they use all the money on the transfers, and then when it came to giving bro. money to the designers, they were like, you know what, gents, kindergartner to design their kit. Anyway, like if you're going like with that, all. if you're going with that uh, theory of Hayden's, then bro, you're looking at top four. <laughs> so, I mean, I think it's they, they could be in a shot to win the title. And Zach, yo, but, um, Zach, you're looking at relegation, then, Brad. Speaking of winning <laughs> titles, yeah. Speaking of winning titles, uh, this episode we're going to be giving our predictions for the upcoming season. Uh, we did so last season, and I think we all got exposed. At least once when it came to <laughs> the end of the season bro. without predictions. Basically just Hayden. Um, <laughs> never forget Luke predicting Dean Smith to be the manager of the year and then getting sacked <laughs> halfway through. Classic, classic. I mean, sometimes I maybe good, sometimes underdogs. maybe not. You know what I and mean? And those guys just barely yeah, avoided relegation. Yep. I mean, it happens to us all. And uh, today, hopefully, we can uh, recreate some of those moments. And Did of course, all? we're going to be starting at the very top of the table with who we think will be the champion of the Premier League for the upcoming <clears> season. So let's start, I think, with Luke, considering I think he's the most neutral when it comes to the Premier League. Luke, who have you got as your champion? Okay, so just from a normal, random perspective, like just, you know, it's either going to be City or Liverpool. Right. And this has been the case probably for the last like three seasons, four seasons, five seasons. I don't know. That's past my time. But um, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, that, we it, know it, it's past your time. You think five <laughs> seasons ago it was, it was Liverpool that city. Listen, but what from what I have seen, I don't know if we want to go in like a deep thing because I know we do have a lot more to chat about. I've written down city. They've got Haaland. They wow, were banging last geez. season. They, Luke, bro. Bro, that's a hot take, eh? That's City a ZMC prediction, bro. That's a <laughs> ZMC prediction. You did your research there, bro. I had to think so hard about that. Like, I think you know, you're the only one who's season, made their prediction everything. this season, bro. Well, we'll see, bro. We'll see, <laughs> you know? But, you know, I like to be a go, a go against the grain. Um, zero facts going into this. Just it's City. <laughs> and it's probably going to be City again, unfortunately. But let's hear what Hayden has to say because I feel like he might have a, a, a different opinion. Hayden's gonna have a crazy out there pick. <laughs> yeah, you know, I have no idea who Hayden's gonna pick. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he put he anyone. put Leicester in his like top four, so maybe this season Leicester number one. I don't know. Hayden could hit us I mean, with something crazy. I mean, like Brendan, yes. Brendan Rogers is still at the helm of, of Leicester, <laughs> so anything can happen, guys. <laughs> Did anyone not choose City like, as the their champ? Week. Basically, I, I do not. So, uh, Hayden, would you would you like to let us know who you have chosen? So, uh, in uh, completely unpredictable fashion, I have chosen 
the best side in Premier League history and uh, English football wow. history. Uh, Liverpool, wow. of course, naturally, this is to win the Premier League. Big upside. Liverpool. Yes, yes. I think this Liverpool team I think, the best in Premier League history. My man's not I think it's off, important to, be to. I'm not even engaged with what you've said, Zach. Um, I think I think <laughs> the reason why I'll probably put Liverpool in maybe more confidently so this season than last season is that I think Liverpool's got a lot of depth this season, which I think is Your putting facts. them in some favor. Uh, in favor adds in one position. player to their team. Like, in fact, swaps <laughs> one player for another. Depth, amazing no, no, depth, think, huge depth this season. <laughs> nothing like last season. Like at the beginning of last season and throughout the season, uh, especially in the January transfer window, we've, we've made some purchases in key areas. Um, you, you know, we, we have, I think, hopefully a nice good ba- uh, uh, backup player for, 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 for Trent in terms of that Cal- uh, Calvin Ramsey guy. Uh, but I think Liverpool have made more Ooh. than just one purchase. Uh, yeah. So And also they Harvey Elliott. three. But oh. I think it's important because those are like three. a high... They're not necessarily high profile, but they're, they're good signings. And... Um, I think also with Harvey Elliott coming back, that also adds an extra dimension to the squad. But my important point that I'm trying to raise is Liverpool has depth. And also the other teams in the Premier League have been strengthened. So I think that it's going to become a far tighter race this season because of how close everybody should be. So I think people in that top six will be taking points off each other and that will make the difference come the end of the season. Mm. You got Nunes. You got... Do you believe in Darwin Nunes? We'll see. I mean, it took like I, I trust that when Liverpool buys a player and they get them molded and they get them ready for the Premier League, that they come out and they come out shots firing. I mean, we've seen it with Jota, we've seen it with Diaz, we've seen it with Fabinho. All these all these players who you know you haven't necessarily heard about beforehand, but then they come in and they set the uh, football world on on fire. Hmm. Um, who have you have you sold anyone this season yet? Uh, coughs in money. Besides money, yeah. besides money, besides money, besides money, yeah. Uh, we sold uh, Nico Williams to Nottingham Forest, and then I've not. Who else did we sell? Okay. I don't know. I mean, that's a superstar so for you guys. Sold, that's like I think we also sold somebody to Rangers. You sold Minamino. <laughs> oh yes, we sold uh, Minamino, yeah. to Monaco. To Monaco. Ben Davies sold and Ben Davies Marco went to Rangers. Yeah, but yeah. 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 So I mean, really, you only lost Mane from like mm, your main yeah. core mm. of your team. How much do you think that's yeah. going to like affect Liverpool, though? Or do you think uh, Diaz is just going to slot in on the left side there, Nunez striker? Look, I think if we're being honest, okay, Mane does a lot of work. He did a lot of work for Liverpool, and I don't want to undermine him. But for the like mm. the first half of last season, he he was a bit disappointing. And in previous seasons, you know, he mm. in terms of consistency, he's not always firing in in the ways that you would want him to. So I think that Liverpool has learned to somehow adapt. Tomorrow they're not playing well, and now we've got extra depth in in the attack that we've acquired over the course of the last like two seasons. So I think we're going to be fine on that front in yeah. our attack. I think so too, bro. It's looking good. Yeah. Uh, I just can't get over that you said this Liverpool team is the best in the Premier League era. Like not not the Man City Centurions or the Arsenal Invincibles or. The treble winning Manchester United team, this Liverpool team that won the FA Cup (coughs) and the Energy Drink Cup. (laughs) They're they're the best Uh, team in the Premier League ever. Nice. Uh, Dan, are you going to be. Hayden like emits City. Like when the discussions (laughs) come in, it's like Liverpool and everyone else minus City. So there's 19 people in Hayden's Premier League, 19 teams, and that's the vibes. 
And he's happy. He's happy, uh, man. Damn. Look at him. I b- he's chilling. Look, the thing is, I believe and I know that City is tough opposition. So if they win the Premier League, I will never be surprised and be like, oh my word, mm. who would have expected this? But I believe that at the end of the day, Liverpool can finally do it and just clinch the victory. You've got to have hope. You've got to have belief. And we respect you for that hope, Aiden. Um, but I'm going to go for the no-brainer pick and also go for City. I know, I know, I like, I did hassle Luke just now. But, I mean, Hayden, you brought up depth. And I mm. think right now, City have crazy depth. And the fact that there's now five subs in the mm. Prem changes the game. Because we know what? City's second team can clap everyone in the Premier League. Wow. <laughs> so now, like, oh no, you know, like, so-and-so gets tired. You know, like, Rodri gets tired. Cool, bring on Calvin Phillips. You know, oh no, you know, like... You know, Walker gets tired. Cool, bring on Cucurella. Yeah. Like, I don't think they've, like, gotten Cucurella from Brighton yet, but, I mean, bro, like, Man City's got so many players to play and, like, with five mm. subs, subs, bro, it's just so late. I think everyone, everyone, like, outside of the top four, in fact, maybe outside of the top seven, are just going to get, like, chowed by Man City. Like, they're going to mm. be putting on clinics, like, nonstop. And, I mean, like, <laughs> lots of the top four have been making, like, you know, um, transfers and stuff but i think city is probably like just got the strongest team in general if we're talking about squad depth so and like as as much as i am a believer in like you know tottenham's six brand new signings um i think like you know like i'm, I'm not those like delusional tottenham fans like oh wait tottenham quadru- quadruple this season so <laughs> i think definitely to- comfortable top four hopefully like a cup even like you know like Zach was joking, but you know, an energy drink cup will be fine for me. You know, it's a start. <laughs> yeah. we'll Didn't you another trophy? Uh, Levels, bro. Nah, in preseason as well. Yeah, it's like um, uh, something, uh, yeah, some Scottish trophy for beating, beating oh. Rangers. <laughs> yeah. That's true. That makes two. <laughs> but um, <Yeah>. Dan, <clears throat> I'm going to join you and Luke on the Man City bandwagon. Last season, I. Gave the pretty controversial take that uh, Charles would win the Prem, so I'm going to keep it safe this year uh, <laughs> to make sure I don't, don't get exposed. Go for the numbers. Yeah, I mean, last season, City did have the best expected goal difference. Um, so the mm. underlying numbers say that they were the best team in the league last season, and then they've just added, like, potentially one of the best players in the world in Erling Haaland. Um, Calvin Phillips, solid signing as well. Uh, he's essentially mm. the Rod, the sorry, not the Rod replacement, the Fernandinho replacement um, in terms of mm. numbers. I do worry that they have Sol Raheem Sterling, who was a part of their core last season. Gabriel Jesus, who was pretty big for them last season as well, mm. uh, as being like sort of a seasoned player in that team yeah. who understood how Pep wanted to play, especially when Grealish was still adapting. So he was pretty important for them last season. And then Zinchenko, like at the moment. Man City have sold Zinchenko, but as you mentioned, Dan, they haven't confirmed Cucurella. He's coming, and I, I do bro. think the Cucurella deal does get wages, done. He's going to come. I do think it get, does get done, but I don't know. He's going to need some betting in as well. We don't have a, another option at left back. So, I don't know. Like Apparently, Zinchenko hated Man playing City left have back. Man City essentially sold three. Apparently, he hated playing left back, so... The thing is, he's not going to play in midfield for Arsenal either. Like, he's going to play left back. <laughs> yeah. So, like, City have essentially sold three of their core players from last season. And yes, they have replaced them with Holland and Phillips, but that does make me a bit worried. But I also think 
Liverpool losing Mane was pretty huge as well. So was Sterling? I, don't know. Usually, I still think it'll be a tight race. Was Sterling usually on the left or on the right? Yeah, left. left. Bro, Most have, on the left, yes. They have Foden. They have Grealish. Yeah, yeah, but you know, Sterling was like kind of like the default. You know, if things weren't going well, like okay, Sterling's playing there. Now, if mm. like I, a young full Foden's not working out, or Grealish just doesn't feel comfortable playing there, they haven't really got someone to go to. But I think Grealish will have a better season this year. Yeah, I think I think, so I as think well. he'll be a lot better. Yeah, so I, he could be the Sterling replacement, and they could not miss Sterling one bit. <laughs> but I mean. There's still that that concern that it could go down. down so they are leveling up, bro. So it's crazy. It's going to so be scary. Dan, Luke, and I have all gone for Man City as the champions. Hayden, of course, has gone for Liverpool. So let's fill out the rest of our top four. Uh, Luke, would you like to start us off again? Sure, Brev. Uh, top two, we all know. Uh, City, Liverpool, one, two. And I had to think for a solid. 15 seconds while I was writing this 15 <laughs> seconds ago. <laughs> Who my three and four are? And um, I, I've decided that I do need to be a little bit more out there. You know, I can't always just take the, the easy picks. City and Liverpool, one and two, done. However, Daniel. You yes, might sir. Wanna, Tell me the good news, might, baby. Come on. You, you might want to pull your pants down and, and flex your... Your Tottenham undies because I have Tottenham as number three. Yes, sir. And then I have number four is actually getting difficult for me, guys. Not gonna lie, but purely because of the um, just like the performance from last season and kind of their stability as a squad. Like I was trying to sneak in United there, low key, but I mean, I, I can't, I can't do that without you know seeing at least half a season. Maybe we can have like a recap session halfway and kind of like revisit these. But purely just for stability, I'm going to put Chelsea in as number four. Okay. Done. Mm. All right. Okay. I don't know why. Tottenham just give me good vibes this season. They look ambitious. The preseason that I've seen on Twitter looks like these guys are going to be flipping running. They've been running their whole life, but now it's sure. just going to be another level. They have been, been They've hard. added some decent signings, bro. You know, Tottenham, their defense has never been A1. I still don't know if it's going to be like A1 again. But there's definitely been uh, some movement and improvement in there, which I think is like a really key factor. And I think with Kane being there, Son uh, going to be riding the golden boot vibe. And um, my boy Richarlison, I think there's some genuinely decent quality up front. Midfield is going to be solid. And I think the defense is also. So I see the ambition, I see the fitness. And my boy Kante, he's doing the things. You know, I think he's, he, really, he really, really did the things last season, especially that second half of the season. Uh, I don't know if it's going to equate to trophies, but I do believe that it will equate to a top three position in the Premier League. For When I think for Tottenham, comparing themselves to the, the current like City and Liverpool teams is like a really, really big flex. So that's that's currently what's going on and for Chelsea. They're going to bring Sterling, so I think they're going to improve there. Um, I know they've lost a lot of the defense now, obviously, with Rudiger coming to Madrid and Christensen going to Barca and stuff, but they've just signed um, my boy, uh, Koulibaly. Koulibaly. And I think they're probably going to hold on to Azpi and um, Alonso for one more season. Maybe one of them will leave, but I still think they're pretty sorted with Chilwell. He's coming back mm. and James. So I think, and you know, the midfield is always oh. pretty solid for Chelsea. So I think I think that's that's gonna be gonna be a toss up, but I feel you know with my with the white kit that Tottenham is just yes sir into number three. Wow, 
Luke favoring the white. Thank you very much. <laughs> Suspect we will allow it. Don't say stuff like that, bro. We're going to get cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's a Real Madrid fan. Yeah. So, <laughs> actually, yeah. Where is that? Los Blancos. Um, I forgot what I was going to say now. Oh, yeah. Uh, Tottenham did only finish three points behind Chelsea. So It's very, very I don't think that the gap... Yeah, the gap wasn't as big as I, I initially thought it was. But um, since we're talking about Tottenham, uh, Daniel, what's your top four looking like? So obviously I put City number one. Um, and then it was a tough decision for me. I wanted to put Spurs <laughs> in number two. But uh, I have to give credit where credit's due. I put Liverpool there. I think... You know, despite like having a tough season and taking an L to City, um, they'll probably get, you know, second place just because they've got like composure, experience, it's a well-worked squad and they've been playing. Like, whereas Tottenham, like, there's a, you know, a few new additions that might not gel, you know, as well as we want them to. But Tottenham, definitely, definitely number three. I think like lots of money's been pumped in. Like uh, Conte's, he's got he's got the game plan. He's got like a hundred IQ. Like he knows mm. what he's doing. Um, and then like Luke was saying, lots of new like defenders that everyone's keen to look at. You know, experienced Perisic, um, um, uh, Longley from Barcelona, which is like an interesting signing. Like yeah. I want to see how he does. Um, and then obviously Jed Spence, um, so youngster up and coming. I think he's also like tight mates ex-teammates with Ryan Sessegnon so I'm hoping like you know there's like a big connection there you know wing back to wing back which is like Conte's like famous move Mm. Um, and then yeah lots of new additions like Richarlison Basuma yeah so like now for once we finally got um, depth especially in the (laughs) midfield in the midfield it was like you know who's playing okay cool Hoy Bear's (laughs) playing (laughs) you know so now we've got some depth there Um, but yeah and then fourth spot was like really tough because oh man christian erickson manchester united they're looking good preseason, but i don't know i'm mm. um, uh koulibaly at chelsea possible jules jules kunde like you know sterling's just gone and raz bro yeah 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 you know and i think <clears throat> i think like chelsea is there. back they're going to bounce back after that uh second half of last season they're going to come strong this season so i'm, I'm putting Chelsea at number four over Manchester United. Sorry, Zach, but I think you guys take a... Uh, you bottle it twice, you know, two seasons in a row. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, uh, Dan, you've taken shots at my team. I'm going to take some shots at your team. Oh, okay, uh, okay, I, okay. I've got City winning, Liverpool second, and then I've got Chelsea in third, and then Spurs in fourth. The reason I suppose in fourth is because I think their window has been severely overrated. I, I, like, I mean, they made some fine signings, but people are talking about this as like the best window of, in the Premier League when a team's literally got unsigned Erling Haaland. Like, I don't understand it. Like, Basuma is, he's a fine player. I think he's probably top six quality, but I don't think he's like going to be tearing it up for you guys. Perisic, I wouldn't rely on him. Like, the dude is in his, like, mid-30s, I think. So, I think the decline is coming for him pretty soon. Hey, he's a baller. Um, he's a baller. <laughs> look, he is a baller, but, like... Bro, Tottenham you know, don't... Like, they don't need solidity at the back, bro. They just need goals and vibes. Same as Madrid, bro. Like, you can concede three as long as you score four. You can concede four as long as you can... Uh, as long as you can score five. <laughs> the thing is, that's be. not really the Conte way, though. Mm. But um, I just think with Perisic, at some point, the cliff has got to come. And 
I think with each passing season, the cliff gets nearer and nearer. Um, Longley, again, I think he'll be fine. Playing in that back three, I think he'll fit nicely actually with Dyer and um, Romero, especially with Romero because of how aggressive Romero is. Um, so he's more of like your your dog, kind of aggressive. Mm. And then uh, he's got that dog in him. <laughs> and then Longley is more of like your cat, kind of just conservative, cleaning up things from the back. So I think he could fit well. But again, I don't see him like dramatically changing who Tottenham are. Uh, Jed Spence, he's one for the future. I think he could be good. But I don't see him featuring much for you guys this season. And then Richarlison, probably, I, I think you guys overpaid for him. I think at best he's probably like I don't think he's a star player for you know a top. I guess we'll have to wait and see. I think I think he'll be more like a rotation player. That might be a bit of a hot take, but I think Richardis is more of a rotation player for a top four team than a real star. So I mean, I look at this and it's like Basuma and Perisic maybe. Okay, yeah, Basuma and Perisic maybe improve your first eleven. Longley as well, maybe. But um I, I don't know. Zach with, then again, Conte with, Conte is a wizard. Yeah, so. With five <laughs> subs, bro, it's not about improving the starting eleven. It's about improving that fifteen. It's those those extra five That's subs, true. bro. Because with three subs, like it was kind of like, you know, you get them on where you need. But with five subs, like you can change formation, you can change anything, like. Mm. So now I would I wouldn't Look, be surprised saying- to see subs come on like at half time. You know, not even after six. I'm not minutes. saying Spurs are going to be rubbish. Like I've still got them in the top four ahead of United, so okay. I think they'll be good. But um, I just I, th- I think people are talking about their window as like one of the best in the league. I, I'm I think it's pumped the brakes in that a bit. And then Chelsea, I definitely think it's one of the best for Tottenham as a club itself. You know, like com- no, definitely hundred percent, hundred percent, Bro, like when last have you seen Tottenham genuinely like definitely like best winner in like the past June. like decade? But yeah. yeah. Honestly. Yeah, the last time we saw Tottenham spend like this, they just saw Gareth Bale. <laughs> and, they bought, that like, and that like, was essentially the only owners they bought was like Christian Eriksen and maybe Lamela. Like those are the only two worthwhile signings. How yeah. many did you guys buy? Like twelve people? No, no, I think we bought like <laughs> six. Six. Oh, okay. six. Yeah. All from it's just the, the Gareth, Gareth Bale, Bale six. It's like insane. Yeah. And then I just said in a previous podcast that I would pick Spurs ahead of Chelsea. At that point in time, well, now things have changed. Uh, Chelsea have signed Koulibaly, and it looks like they're going to be in for at least one other centre-back. So I think they definitely need centre-back depth, as Luke mentioned, losing Rudiger and Christensen. But I think they'll get that. Uh, Sterling is huge for them. I think Sterling's mm. going to be top-tier mm. for them. Mm. Like there, there will be an adjustment period because he is playing in a new team, but I think having experience in the league as well will help him adjust quicker. I think... I would expect big things from Kaya Verts this season. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to have the Kaya Verts breakthrough season this year. Okay. Uh, the midfield does worry me a bit, but um, I think they're probably good enough to just edge out Spurs. What worries you? Uh, third spot. The midfield. I yeah, think, like-, like, it's Jorginho. So, you've got Jorginho, Kovacic, Kante. I suppose uh, Conor Gallagher is coming back. Your but, um Nah, Gallagher... That midfield saw today, you've got like all, you've got three CDMs. You've got Conte, Jorginho, and Gallagher. And that's like the only concern. 
like I think for Chelsea, attacking wise, they they're cool. It's just those defensive midfielders that you worry about. But they've got three there already, and those three I are mean, like sensational. I mean, they did get. Charles I worry there's enough by Arsenal. So mm-hmm. it's a bit tense. Yeah, I worry there's enough defense in that midfield without Conte, especially. Like if Conte ends up having another major injury, mm. I think jo- mm-hmm. Jorginho's okay. not. He's he's good defensively, but he's not the most. Kovacic is industrious, but I wouldn't say I mean, he's Mark a could defensive also monster be in, and in midfield if needed. Like that attacking, attacking again. Midfield, like, I guess. Yeah. defense is more my worry than creativity true, with that Chelsea true. midfield. They're still looking yeah. strong, though. They are. Mm. And finally, uh, Hayden, give us your top. Four. Oh, I feel a bit dirty now. I feel really dirty because again, this is this is the, the the so obviously I've got Man City in second, and um, mm-hmm. third and fourth are really the most difficult because for me it's a it's a, it's a yeah. three horse race between. Your Chelsea, your United, and your Spurs, and I think hearing all of you guys, I feel awful to say. I think oh, I think Chelsea no. will be third. Um, Hayden, please don't do this to me, dog. If they can, if they can embellish, um, <laughs> Hayden, they, bro. Well, if they can we're not friends after this, bro. Defense, as, as everyone has said, we're um, not friends after this. I think this, they're, <laughs> I think they're a good squad, um, and but I think Sterling is going to fit that uh, the, 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 the whole structure <laughs> going forward far better than uh, Lukaku mm. ever could. Um, so I think, yeah, you know, and you know, Tuchel is proven. So Chelsea third, and um, I actually don't even want to speak. Anymore. Say it, Hayden. We can move on. Say it. You gotta, don't do me dirty <laughs> like this. Bro. Come on, man. So there I'm you listening. Are. Uh, I think, especially for my predictions last season, I think I've uh, I've learned to be a little bit more realistic. Uh, but yet I'm still adventurous. I'm still an adventure. Uh, I still enjoy a bit of, a, a, a bout of adventure. So. Um, yeah, fourth I'm gonna say Manchester United. They'll be Yes! They'll How could you, there. bro? How could yeah. you take Zach Sada, not Man, dude? Yo. Guys, I think the thing with Yo. United was, I think they've always had a good squad. And the problem last season was the atmosphere at that club that was brought about by having somebody as atrocious as Ole at, like, at the wheel. Ole was a terrible manager, by, by, I think by all metrics. Now that they have somebody who's actually competent, um, like Ten Hag, I think he will transform that team. I think we did see a slice of that when in in the friendly against Liverpool, the fact that they got that team to press. I think what will compromise a United squad is if they keep Ronaldo and they play him prominently. If with the five sub stuff they use Ronaldo as an impact player and Ronaldo is fire, somehow fine with that, I think it just makes United a far more lethal team. But if all of a sudden you know Ronaldo is starting all these games. Then I don't know. I think that 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 might uh, compromise the team, and then obviously then maybe Spurs will get a shout in. But I think it will be incredibly close for that mm-hmm. top, uh, f- uh, the top five of the. I still can't believe well, you've done this to me, bro. I'm sorry. My hot take is uh, just to just to jump the gun is that I think Spurs will actually win a trophy next season. Wow. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Season, okay. The respect back. The respect back. That's a fiery okay. take. Okay. That is a fiery take. Um. So. Just before we move on to our next uh, prediction, could we maybe get like a quick fifth and sixth? Who we think will finish in fifth and sixth? Just for mm. posterity. Mm. I think Man United in fifth. Uni- I think they look good. Okay. They look good. But not as good as Chelsea or Tottenham, obviously. Um, and then sixth place. It pains me to say this, but I've put Arsenal. I don't know, like... The, like they don't look bad. They don't look bad. And like Arsenal fans, you can take that like from a Tottenham player. They don't look bad. And that's all I'm going to say. So, 
I've got Arsenal number six there. Oh, wait, I'm with you there, Dan. I've got United in fifth and then Arsenal in sixth. I agree with Dan, bro. Look, Saying I think Dan it's... So you're going... On the same vibe, bro. I definitely think United's going to United, be then Arsenal. And then Hayden? It's pretty much the same thing, but then obviously it's Spurs and then Spurs. Arsenal. Spurs. Yo, I'll just... Okay. Bro, if you put Spurs below Arsenal, <laughs> yeah, <then> love's, <laughs> love's lost, dude. Look, it's I think... Gone. Obviously, I think Spurs is a far better squad. It's a far better squad. They have a great manager. So, of course, they're going to be ahead of Arsenal. But that doesn't mean that Arsenal haven't, like, improved. I think Arsenal are going to do a lot better. They're going to be a lot more consistent. But I think that when you compare them to the top five clubs, they don't really compete. Mm -hmm. 100%. Hit the nail on the head there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think, yeah, squad quality just isn't quite there yet. Moving on to... These are where the picks generally get a bit more left field. Uh, let's start with our underdog pick. Uh, I think three of us went for Aston Villa last season. After they had a good transfer window. We know how that turned out. Uh, and then I think Dan went with Leeds. So, Yo, I'm not yeah, let's see if we can improve here. <laughs> um, let's start with Hayden uh, with this one. Hayden, who's your underdog? Um, okay, so this is actually a difficult one for me. Because initially I was thinking Nottingham Forest because I think as a team coming into the Premier League, they have really built up a good squad. They're looking good. But then I thought, realistically, I think while I think they'll stay up and I think they'll do well. I don't think they'll breach the top half of the table. So can I really say that they're an underdog? Um, so instead, what I'm, go who I'm, I'm going to stick with last season's choice because I think that they're looking more ready formed. I think Steven Gerrard, who is, I think, a really good manager... <laughs> <laughs> we'll have an entire season with the squad. And I th I want to put Aston Villa and I want to put them in for that Conference League spot, uh, which is seventh, right? I think so. Um, yeah, yes. I think I, I, I think I'll, I think they could probably, they, I, I'm hoping uh, uh, that they can inch out West Ham, Wolves, get that they get that seventh spot, get in the Conference <laughs> League. <laughs> they be sponsored by like, Liverpool. And the Liverpool <laughs> alumni, like. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and just going to spread that Liverpool propaganda. You must Big time, bro. I mean, they got their Coutinho, so. Coutinho, Gerard. Jesus. So Matt's really having second him. team. I'm just waiting for Suarez That's to come. That's should really be here. In, in, in my heart of hearts. <laughs> Suarez to come. The man's throwing it back. With the five subs, Stevie G's going to come in second half himself, bro. And it's just going to have, like, a, a good time. Boss the midfield. Uh, Luke? Who's your underdog? Yo, I don't know, guys, but um, the only one that came to mind, or the first team that came to mind, was Newcastle. Because <laughs> um, it's Newcastle. No, but okay. here's the thing this is, is Newcastle an underdog if everybody expects them to do well next season? Oh, it depends how well. Okay. Mm. That's a good perspective. I mean, I just saw it as like, yeah, guys, it's Newcastle. Last season, I saw them as. Probably like almost relegation vibes or definitely the bottom half. Now this season, I can see them top half. Um, they're still pretty not average names in that team. But I don't know, like that last half of the season was like quite a vibe. And um, yeah, I definitely think that um, they're going to they're gonna prove themselves a little bit more once they have this whole season to to do that. So I have them as my underdog. Where do you think they'll finish? Newcastle. Um, I think they're going to finish top half. I don't see them in that um, conference league thing. So I would probably go about eighth. 
<laughs> Personally. Nah. That's, that's pretty spicy. Mm. No way. Wait, guys. <laughs> let me just look at it. Let me just, let me just take a look like, at the... Hold on a second. So no, no, no. Top no, six no. will have the regular top six in. And then yes. that means fighting for the 7-8 would be like West Ham, Leicester... Okay, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's, let's be fair. Let me. I'm gonna put them as tenth, guys. At least that that's still top off. I'm gonna put them as tenth. No, but I mean that that cannot be an underdog shout. I, I underdog shout Newcastle. Yeah, that, 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 that is quite weak. Gonna I'm not gonna lie. I wanted you to go for that eighth pick. Newcastle an underdog. Minimum. I really wanted you guys to go. Okay, for fair enough, guys. Fair enough. Let me prediction. let me do let me do eighth, guys. Yo, but that music gonna have to be better than like a Leicester or like a Brighton or something. <laughs> then there we go. That's that's a valid underdog pick. Oh, yeah, fair enough. Fair enough, guys. We got to do it. We got to do it. Okay, cool. Dan, who's your underdog? Yo, it was so tough because I wanted to pick Leeds again, but like, you know, I'm not going to make the same mistake twice. <laughs> you know, I like, I like, is it, uh, what's it, what's it, Marsh? Um, Jesse American. Marsh. Jesse Marsh. Like I, like, I like him, bro. He's got that American, like, <laughs> like, he seems cool. But I'm, I'm going to go with my, my man, like, Paddy V, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a Crystal Palace enjoyer. I know I'm a London team. I shouldn't like mm-hmm. Crystal Palace, but I really do. And like, I think they got some like great like youngsters there in that team. Um, and I think they're like a valid underdog pick. And I think they definitely finished top half. Um, and I know like I, I really want to see them like uh, even at the seventh spot, like running one over like Newcastle, Leicester and all that. But I think... Probably more realistic pick is probably them like in eight or nine, like just just squeezing into their top half, um, just because they've like you know lost Conor Gallagher and like it doesn't look perfect. Mm. So unless they like sneak some like you know signings in before the window closes, but otherwise you know I like Patrick Vieira, he looks good, you know other than him beating up fans, um, I think <laughs> <laughs> I think he knows what he's doing manager manager wise. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Dan, I- I'm Thanks. gonna join you there. Um, Crystal Palace had the sixth best expected goal difference last season, ahead of United, ahead of West Ham, even ahead of like Whoa. Brighton, Leicester. Like the underlying numbers were really good last season. I think Patrick Vieira is actually becoming a pretty good manager, and they've also just got some ballers. Like I think Crystal yeah, Palace has probably got the sauciest team in the league. Like got Wolf Zaha, Eberiche Eze. Um, Odson Edward, like Jordan there's, Ayu. There's some ballers. <laughs> Jordan Ayu, like I, I really like this team. I think they're pretty fun to watch, which is pretty shocking. Like it's Crystal Palace. I don't know. Luke probably Luke probably won't remember this, <laughs> but uh, Hayden, yeah. uh, remember when uh, Palace were under Roy Hodgson and they were like fighting off relegation every season, and they were just boring to watch. Yeah. Yeah. And they've they've kind of turned that around pretty Dude, quickly. The handover to now has been excellent, bro. Yeah. So, uh, shout out Crystal Palace. Um, I mean, you did mention that they lost Conor Gallagher. Play because that's still entrenched in my mind. It's like, why would I do that to myself? <laughs> yeah. But um, hopefully they'll change that this season. They have brought in Czech uh, Ducore to replace Conor Gallagher permanently. So, we'll see how that goes. He was pretty good in League uh, last season. So, we'll see. I don't want to get... I don't want to give a prediction of where they'll finish because... Um, I mean, it's got a hot take. I can't play it in the show. But, um, yeah. Uh, Dan, I, I think I missed where you predicted Palace to finish. Um, I said eighth. I said, uh, well, so eighth, I actually okay, said eighth cool. or ninth, but I'm going to go with eighth just to, mm. like, you know, 
I put a bit. Okay. Now that is an cool. underdog pick because that is nice and bold. <laughs> There Luke you go. Here. Newcastle um, finished tenth underdog. <laughs> <laughs> Newcastle avoid relegation as the underdog. Guys, I must say, oh wait, Newcastle are going to finish fifth in my mind. Newcastle. That right there is Joe Linton still doing the things. Ah, Joe Linton's good. Don't, don't underrate Joe Linton. <laughs> but, um, yeah, guys, no. Yeah. Saint Maximan. That's where it's at. Your true. true. That's got the sauce. No, guys, Callum Wilson. You, you put him in your FPL. You're going to thank me later, guys. <laughs> uh, um, moving on, we have the catfish category. Your didn't even, get so, uh, didn't even pick your like, underdog pick. I did. Yeah, Henry went first. Who was it? That's the villain. Oh, oh yeah, we were going over the like whole Liverpool alumni. Like, uh. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I shouldn't have even asked again. I should have just known. <laughs> Thanks for recapping the podcast, Daniel. Yeah, I, just, I just don't listen to Hayden anymore. I'm just like, okay, whatever. It's something Liverpool related, you know. Just you know, guys, out. I'm so sorry that I absolutely adore my team and I and I live and breathe my club. I'm so sorry that that annoys you. The biggest hot take anyway. that would have ever come out of Hayden's mouth is if Aston Villa had beaten City on that last day and it was a continual goal that would have got it like that. <laughs> I would have never spoken in this podcast again, Brev. And if you had, Dude, if you had won the Champions League, you know what hurts late the most? Late. Is that Aston Villa were 2 0 up and Coutinho had scored the second goal. So yes, it was sir. all primed. Yeah. It was all primed like, yeah. for Liverpool to win the league <laughs> was. with that miracle. But obviously, it just wasn't to be. That's yeah. crazy, bro. I couldn't believe my eyes when I saw okay, that. Okay, I right, Let's not talk about it, please. Oops. <laughs> Can we, can, we, can we move on to catfishes? I think this is actually the most difficult category. Um, yeah. Because... So, uh, yeah? Go ahead, Ed. No, no, I was just going to say ahead. it's the most difficult category because if I think you look at the expectations, like you look at the expectations attached to each team and then you ask yourself, where do you think they're actually going to finish? I think that... I think the expectations are quite well measured for this season. So... That's why I find it a bit difficult. Uh like nobody nobody's out here being like yeah no Leicester City's gonna do well they're gonna be out there challenging for 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 Europe you know nobody realistically expects that so you can't really put them as a catfish um I'll probably say Newcastle because I think that a lot there are a lot of expectations that have been placed on Newcastle to do really well this season and well I think that they will you know you know maybe they will probably finish 10th as we said that that's you know that's nothing to be like going wow about I mean especially like you look at the people in this team you've got like Trippier in it um, you know, I think that they'll be disappointed in terms of the fact that you, they've been bought by, the, uh, by, by Saudi Arabia and so you expect them to be buying a Mbappe and going on to win and they just won't do that this season <laughs> mm. interesting um, I've gone with Leicester City as my catfish <laughs> really? Well, uh, really? who's expecting them because to do anything? Because I do think that people are expecting a bit of a bounce back season. And like, okay, so where would you predict Leicester probably going to end up? I have them as my seventh pick. Just saying. But mm. if you're going to say they're, so, they're catfishes, you have to put them outside the top 10. Like, fact. That's pretty much what I'm saying. It's like, I think Leicester could be... I think Leicester are probably going to finish 10th at best. Because... Hmm. I don't know, like... They were pretty bad last season. Mm-hmm. Um, the expected goal difference had them three, six, nine. Had them twelve. 
Now, I, I do know they did have to battle some injuries and there was some weirdness going on with Leicester. But then again, they've also not signed anyone. That is very true. They've literally made zero signings and we're two weeks away from the season. You're damn. So, <laughs> I don't know. Jamie Vardy, I mentioned it with uh, Ivan Perisic. At some point, the cliff does come mm. and you never quite know when it does. Mm. And I'm not saying that this will be the season where Jamie Vardy eventually falls off, but... I think, you know, with each passing season, that cliff gets closer. And I'm not, I, I rate Pats and Daka, but I'm not sure whether he's ready to lead a team to like mm. a Europa League position as a main striker. So, I mean, I hear I, you. I do rate him. Yeah. No, it's like, I mean, I, I do hear you, but I still think that they'll finish in the top half. I think they're still too good not to. Mm, I don't know. I, I, They've got some quality, but I think the other teams around them are probably just a bit better. Like, you've got West Ham, Brighton, Palace. Um, like you mentioned, Villa. Like, these are all teams mm. that could edge them. Mm. And, I mean, it's it's supposed to be bucking expectation. Like, everyone's yeah. expecting Leicester to have been that 7-8 range. I think they'll probably finish 12th, 11th. I think Rodgers will probably leave either during the season or at least at the end. Okay, yeah, no, that's I think we, we might... We might that's a good yeah, shot. I think we might have a bit of a reset in Leicester. Mm. I think. Yeah, I can. A bit I of can, a new era beginning. I can see that happening there, Zach. Yeah, definitely. Um, but okay. yeah, so for, Dan, for my underdog pick, I've gone or underdog catfish pick. I've gone with a little bit of a hot take. Um, Hayden was like catching my drift there. I also think Newcastle is going to flop. Um, the <laughs> expectations are high. They've got good players, but I feel like there's just something, something missing. Something's like, mm. going to go wrong. You know, the players aren't going to get along or there's just going to be something something not quite there. And I'm going to go for um, a hot take that they're going to finish outside the top 10. So I'm going to go for like uh, Newcastle all the way down at 12th just, just to make it even hotter, you know. Because mm. um, I feel like all things considered, like finishing in the top t- top 10 is still like a, a good achievement for them. So I'm going to have yeah. to put them at like number 12. Hmm. Quite opposing views there. <laughs> yeah. We'll have to put some money on it. That is, It is quite interesting because they did finish 11th last season. And that was including their bad run at the beginning. So you're expecting them to regress. But who have season. they really bought? So that, that is quite this hard. Window. In, in this December window. Does December. it have Pope now? Do they get Pope like this They put in a bit for Mbappe. They have bought um, Nick Pope in. Mm-hmm. Um, let me just check who else they brought in. Then they get the Bruno guy, the midfielder. Your Bruno G is nah, but I think they got him in January. Yeah, they 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 got him in January. Oh, he's yeah. he's like objectively a Champions League worthy player. Like like he's he's a player that should be playing in a top four team. I mean, like, I spoke about like. With Tottenham, they haven't really signed anyone that like really would change them. Bruno G is that caliber of player for me. Um, Newcastle have signed Nick Pope. Uh, they signed Matt Target on a permanent signing. deal. He was he was on loan there last season, so he signed permanently from Aston Villa. Um, and then the other like major signing for them is Sven Botman, who is coming over from Lille in. That's a defender here. Pretty high, yeah, highly rated centre back. Was linked with AC Milan. 
we live in a world where a player has chosen Newcastle United over AC Milan. We just won a Serie A title. Damn, it shows you, know, you it shows can't you turn the, down the, the money, of the bro. Premier League. It shows, it shows the power of that yeah. cash, bro. There's, you know, 200 grand wages. <laughs> Probably Crazy. 300 grand. Considering it's Newcastle. Uh, <laughs> I can actually check that. In the meantime, Luke, would you give us your catfish? Oh, yeah, guys. So he doesn't tell us it's Arsenal again. It's not Arsenal. <laughs> it's not who, Arsenal. You, who, <laughs> it's going to be his underdog, bro. <laughs> Listen here, guys. You're chilling on Tinder, and you're swapping, and you're swapping, you're swapping, and you see some banger, bro, like solid 10 out of 10. This is Hayden every Saturday night. out of 10. Whatever, bro. You just, yeah, see, like, you're really vibing with this chick. Mm. And then you match, okay? And then you go on a date. This is what a catfish is. And you see her and you're like, Whoa! and it's it's like completely different person. But the hop was there, bro. The hop was the there. Where's the story going, and bro? Let's cut to the and what, you, <laughs> and what you actually got was completely different. Okay, okay and? So you, you, your, um, your like baseline was that they, they can't be above... Tenth. I mean, yeah, like they have to. They no, can't it, be in the, it, not in the top necessarily. Half. It okay. depends on expectation. No, that's what. I, that's what. Yes, for me, based like, on expectation, looking her and what I actually think is gonna like be there. So you know, a catfish. I had to right. go with United, bro. Okay, I have them. I have them in fifth. Okay, now that sounds weird, but bro, come on, I'm taking. No, I'm no. just listen. I'm taking this what as this? if this just guys. This? this is why I gave you like context. Let's say you are Barcelona, okay? You earn, you like, you, you trash, you've just you come to the Europa League, like it's not looking there for you. But just by the very virtue of you being Barcelona, <laughs> hey, bro, you're expected, I, you <laughs> wait, you're expected to be in the top three. This is Manchester United. Now, you guys have been taking L's for these last few seasons. Hayden, just keep it off, doesn't matter. You guys have been taking L's for these last few seasons. So now I've become a little bit complacent. Yeah, okay, we're going to be, we're trying to go for Champions League. We're trying to go for Champions League. No, this is Manchester United, bro. This is like Real Madrid. You start the season, you're expected to be number one. Anything other than number one is an L. And for me, unfortunately, that's got to be United. Okay. You've got Ted Hogg. The hype is there. The hype is there. Okay, you think you got you got another bald guy. You think it's going to be a I'm pet sorry, situation. Uh, it's not going to be like a pet. You can't call it a catfish. Relax. Because United Luke's should never Archer. be in the discussion. So United should never be in this discussion below out of conference. If you said like conference league and like no. below, that is catfish level. Listen, guys, this is called an opinion. 50% of this podcast predicted that United would finish fifth. And Luke saying <laughs> United, that United finishing fifth Luke's, is like them being a this catfish. This is a catfish, guys. That's literally what we expect. United is a catfish. <laughs> you guys sound like two gents from no, like no. Ajax. You still have Harry Maguire doing the things. Nothing's Harry changed. Maguire. You still got 45 Maguire has been good in preseason. <laughs> Let me say that. He's Brother. been good in preseason. Twitter, Twitter shows otherwise. Twitter says otherwise. Don't but believe anyway, Twitter. It's fine. Guys, don't believe Twitter. Don't believe preseason. Unless it's MC Productions. Don't believe preseason, bro. Don't believe bro. Twitter. Playing, I understand what you're saying. Don't, don't I understand FC your perspective. In South America. Play Liverpool. For like what? Play Liverpool. Wow. Hey, 14-year-old Liverpool C-squad, bro. And you guys scored like what? Guys. Guys, if you move you them down to sixth, I'll accept you, your judgment. No, no, no. United down, one peg. We need United, them in seventh. And then there's but your catfish. Manchester United should be within it's the top two at the beginning of a season. Car, 
Look, look. It's only okay, captures so because Luke, Luke's perspective. The concept. You insulate your, your, you insulate your scope to just looking at United. Um, yes. And, are, and who they are. I and can what understand they should be. that where you could somehow say that they are a catfish. But when we look, not just at United, but we place United in the context of the entire Premier League, it is common yes. for everyone to say fifth. That's why it's not <laughs> really a catfish. That's why we have a problem. Obviously, it's disappointing that they don't make Champions League. But that's yes, a level uh, of disappointment that everybody expects, or at least everyone here is expecting for United. I think they'll make Champions League. So, but but yeah, when you still, go up to that date, bro, when you're expecting that 10 out of 10, oh and word. you get a Can solid three on, on a good night, with makeup, the, it's going to yeah. be late. Let's guys, rapid fire this I'm sorry, guys. and like, transcend before gents. an hour's past. Zach, it had to be said, bro. It had to be said. It had to be said, bro. Maguire's still there. I mean, I'm not even touched. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because you just <laughs> predicted. Like, you're like... Oh yeah, guys! I agree. United can finish fifth. Then we go to the yes. catfish station. You're like, like guys, are catfish. catfish. I think they're going to finish. <laughs> but fifth. They shouldn't be fifth. United <laughs> should not be fifth, guys. They should not be fifth. We understand that, that, but that we understand that perspective. Yes. And that statement. They should, but that yes. doesn't make them a catfish. Yes. But do you know but, what? Luke went through that whole monologue to explain what a catfish is, and it's still like. <laughs> Missed done the, the wrong thing. Like he still showed yeah. that he doesn't so, understand Luke, what Luke, a catfish really is. Before you were watching football, when Liverpool was finishing sixth, seventh, and eighth, right? The yes. expectation was that realistically that Liverpool would finish sixth, fifth, well, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, thereabouts. And then they did. Now that's yes. not being them being a catfish, right? Because obviously we like That's this, them being the, rubbish. The understanding yeah. that Liverpool's a good <laughs> squad, they should be finishing top four. Uh, yes. But if you put them in so. context at the time of how Liverpool was playing and the, the quality of the league, it was not unexpected. So yes. that doesn't make Liverpool catfish in that context and it doesn't make United a catfish, a catfish in this context. That's fair enough. And I understand your point. There we go. However, Thank I've you. said what I said. You asked for, you want a 10, you're hopping up a 10 and you get a 3 on a good day. That's okay. United for All right. me. We're That's moving a on to, um, okay. on to mm-hmm. relegation. So we think it's going to be a relegation. <laughs> relegation. Dan... Cool. What are your relegation I'll shoot. teams? I think at the bottom of the table, we've got Fulham. Um, I think just because I've put Mitrovic in my FPL, they're going to lack. Just whenever this guy comes <laughs> up into the Premier League and I put him in my FPL, he does nothing. And then Fulham get relegated. So I'm just predicting that happening again. And I think they, um, yeah, just going to ta- tank it. Um, 20th place, um, similar to uh, our favorite green and yellow boys um, of last season. So, yeah, and then I think 19th place, Bournemouth. Um, I think we also kissed them goodbye. I don't, I mean, I think I'm being a little bit too harsh on them, but I don't really know what's going on there. Um, and then I think my another hot take is uh, Brentford. I think uh, we kissed Brentford goodbye this season. Um, what? Yeah, no, what? Just, that's, just, that's just a hot take. I think they, they had their Whoa. time to shine, but they haven't got enough good players to survive this season. That's my opinion. They've got some good players. They've got Mwepu, Tony. Um, you know, they, they've got a few ballers. But, you know, I think this season you need more than just a few. You need, a, you know, a handful. So that's, 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 that's a hot take. Um, but, I'm, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make these hot takes. So I kind of stand out, you know, have a differential pick. So, yeah. Hayden, your relegation picks? Uh, so I think, so the bottom two, I think, is it's Fulham Bournemouth. Uh, I, Fulham is Fulham just you know it's a yo-yo club like Norwich and then uh, it's the same I don't know too much about Bournemouth I actually 
Part of me wants to say that they'll stay up because I just like the vibe of Bournemouth as a club, but I think they'll go down. And then I think the obvious third one is Everton. They are atrocious. <laughs> they were atrocious at the end of last season. They barely stayed up. Nothing has improved, really. They are losing in preseason to MLS clubs. Um, and, I mean, that is already atrocious in and of itself. Um, now, they still have Frank. And I think the problem is it's Frank Lampard. And I think <laughs> if Frank Lampard's going to get sacked in the middle of the season, they're going to bring somebody else in. There's gonna, it's going to be so destabilized throughout the entire season. It's going to be chaos. It's going to be awful. And this will be the season that Everton leaves. The odds of Sam Allardyce being appointed at Everton, I think, <laughs> are very high. Pretty high. They are extremely high. Yeah. So you, you're going with Everton. Yes. Okay. I'm gonna go next because I agree with you, Hayden. I just have Fulham and Everton switch. So I have Fulham finishing 18th, Everton 19th, and then Bournemouth last. Um, I echo your sentiments on Everton. They are rubbish. <laughs> um, I think their squad is just not good. And really neither is their manager. I think just like Frank Lampard was as a player, I think he's being overrated <laughs> as a manager. Uh, they've lost Richarlison, who is Your. you know, maybe one of the maybe their best player last season. Um they they Warren Tarkowski. I mean, it's alright. But I mean that's pretty much all they've done and they were struggling last season. So Frank probably gets the sack. Sam Aradas gets appointed, but unfortunately he can't do the business this time. Um Fulham, uh, I think they'll finish 18th. I think, you know, Scott Parker will do his things, but ultimately it'll be like, oh, Scott Parker, good manager. <laughs> He's kind of young. He's like one for the future, but then he ends up getting relegated again. Um, conversely, Norwich will probably win the championship and then come up again, and the <laughs> yo-yo will continue. <laughs> but um, And then Bournemouth. Again, squad just not good enough. Um, they've signed Ryan Fredericks from West Ham. So good on them. But other than that, they haven't really made a substantial signing. So they're probably going to go down. And yeah, that that's pretty much it. Uh, Luke, who are your relegation picks? Uh, who was the the champion of the Fulham. championship? But Fulham. that means nothing. Norwich was the champion uh, two seasons ago. They went down. If anything, score the goals winner is more likely teams. to get relegated. It's the, th- yeah, it's, the, it's the team that wins the playoffs that ends up doing well in the Premier League. Exactly. Guys, I don't have enough information about these teams. But uh, Hayden, I do agree with Bournemouth and I do agree with Everton. Um, which could be a hot take because, I mean, it's Everton and it's like a Premier League team. No, you know, no, maybe it's this not. Is the... I th- I... Okay, Luke, never mind. I think never you mind. are missing. I will say Everton is a reasonable we'll pick. My pick's more we'll of a hot take. Much, yeah, much we'll more. I think you're looking so at these, these we'll clubs carry on, bro. abstractly Bournemouth, and you're not looking Everton, at what the expectations currently are when you are making these picks. Bournemouth, Everton, Nottingham Forest. We can move on. Whoa. I feel like that might... That's a hard take. Wait, are you saying Forest is going to go down? Yeah, I do say Forest is going to go down. You're saying Forest, who have more Champions League than than Man City, are going to go down? Yes. You should have said Forest is your catfish then. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Because that... (laughs) Hayden, doesn't matter, bro. Doesn't matter. Next question. Next question. <laughs> I mean, they have signed J-Links. I've got J... Dude, it's wow! like top five. That is top seven right there. Dude, <laughs> dude they've got J-Links. They've got Dean Joya, Henderson. Bro. 
They've got Omar Richards, Musi Niyakate, Nico Williams, Tywo Onini. These are all like solid signings. Dude, in my mind, Spur- Forest are the new Wolves. Like they're going to be out there competing for like a <laughs> conference league spot. And like Hayden said, the team that comes through because conference of the playoffs league. generally does better than the teams who get automatically promoted. So I- I'm all on not the Nottingham Forest train. Like it's I don't think they'll be we'll, good, we'll but I think see. they'll be not bad. Mm. We'll have to see. We could chat about this in 30, 40 weeks. 45 weeks from now. Actually, yeah. no, the World Cup is going to mess up a lot of things. It's going to take like a Dude, whole month out of the World Cup's going to chow. And Everyone's going to be tired, yes. bro. I guess that'll, that'll be the, the, World- the advantage the small teams will have is they won't have like a lot of players playing for the national teams. That is probably true. We'll see what happens. I, I should not take that into account. Probably Sick. should have. But um, hot takes to finish things off. Uh, I'm going to go with mine first because I've kind of already given it. I think Palace will finish in the top eight. That's a very hot take. I think, yeah, I think we'll give like a seventh spot to maybe West Ham, maybe Brighton. But um, I think I think Palace will finish in that top eight. As Luke, your hot take? I don't know. I'm scared to say my hot takes now, gents, because I'm going to get absolutely <laughs> clapped for just Liverpool like... finishing second. Into... <laughs> I don't know. Liverpool finished uh, getting hot take right there. 87 points instead of 97. That's his hot take. I'm good. I don't know. I had here, I just wrote down that I thought Aston Villa was going to be absolutely fire, but then I realized that that could have been discussed under <laughs> my underdog <laughs> section. So I mean, it's not really a hot take. Put so Aston gonna... Villa as an underdog. <laughs> no, hot, uh, my hot take is that they are fire. Actually, no, that makes sense. That's yeah. what I had, Jens. And if that doesn't work, then I think uh, Arsenal is going to be playing the most beautiful football in the Premier League next season. Don't say that. Those are, so, those are such vague <laughs> hot takes, dude. Like, Aston Villa are going to be fire. <laughs> Arsenal are going to play beautiful football. I think Arsenal I've got so many hot takes this beautiful episode. Football. Yeah. Oh. First, first I, like I said, I was a Palace enjoyer. Um, I've put mm. them at 8th. Um, and then, another hot take, Newcastle at 12th. I think they just somehow find a way to bottle it. And then probably one of my bigger hot takes is Brentford getting relegated. That is a hot so hot. Like, Luke, I think your hot take is Forrest getting relegated because I think everyone is expecting them to, like, not be relegated. Was, was, okay, never mind, never mind, never mind. That's all good, that's all good. Hates? I suppose, that take? It, I suppose an inherent hot take of mine is that I think Aston Villa will make Conference League. Um, considering that does, that doesn't seem to be the consensus. But mine is really mm. that I think Spurs will win a trophy. I think they'll win the FA Cup. Oof. I know it's a bit difficult to make the prediction now, considering we don't know what the brackets look like. We don't know uh, the fixtures. But I, I, I'm going to call it now. I think Spurs will win the FA Cup. Appreciate it. Much love, bro. Much love. <laughs> okay. Very so, nice. that I think brings us to the end of part one of our Premier League predictions. So an hour these predictions were in. all <laughs> Yeah, these were all team related predictions. So tune in next week for our player and manager related predictions. Uh, and the week after that we'll have game week one to talk about. So I sincerely hope you've all enjoyed today's podcast. Uh, be sure to like, subscribe, <laughs> comment down below, uh, give us a five star rating for listening on Apple. Like Smash that like button consensually. And uh, until next time, this has been the Two Cents Footy crew of the Two Cents Footy podcast.